Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we enjoy conversation with each other of the truth of scripture, theological truth, and then once a month, we will cover a question segment from your questions sent in to coffeewithvern at gmail.com. Boker Toe, good morning, and welcome back to Coffee with Vern on Wednesday, because it is Wednesday, my dudes, my brethren. <laughs> How many people... Get that reference? I had to explain that one to Allison yesterday. God, are you serious? I did. She had no idea. And look, I don't think Malone that? knows it either. Do you know that reference? It's no. Wednesday, my dudes. Oh. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Which, and I can't do it right what now. What is it from? You remember Vine? You remember Vine? Like the app? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brief, briefly. Yeah, it I was, think we, it was we just, got on it right when they were taking it off. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> There's this dude things. that dressed up. He had long, skinny, long hair. He has a YouTube channel that's uh, kind of funny, um, but he would wear a Spider-Man, Spider-Man costume and put... But you couldn't see it, no. right? So all you saw was his goggles. Swimming goggles. Swimming goggles. Speedo swimming goggles It on. is the dumbest thing, but it is hilarious. I'll never forget the first time I watched it, I about pooped myself. It was so funny. <laughs> Because it, it was on a Wednesday in the youth group that I worked at in Greenville, and they played it, and I about died. And uh, then during that time, he put out, it's Wednesday, my dude's part two. Oh man. And part two is my favorite. Mm. So we'll show you, Malone. We'll culturalize you a little <laughs> bit into this world. Well, it is Wednesday, my dudes. And so it is, it's a good day. It's a good day. Jesse, how you doing over there, man? I'm good. I'm back. Happy anniversary again. Thank you so much. Uh, how many years have you and Allison been married? Eight. Eight years, man. I was right. I told mom I thought it was eight. Mm-hmm. Look at me doing big things. Big eight. Big eight. How long have you and Kristen been married? Seven. Seven years. Look at you guys. In June. This past June was seven years. Yeah, nice. Yep. Nice. Well, good. So glad to have you back, Jesse. Hope you enjoyed your anniversary yesterday. I did. That is why we're on Wednesday this week, but that's okay. <laughs> There's no problem with that. That's it's all good. Well, I'm excited to be kind of discussing what we're talking about in the month of October. Y'all are cracking me up, though. Y'all are like, yeah, James, you're going to be doing the discussing, and yeah. uh, we'll just add in. <laughs> I'm going to give them a forewarning next time. This Malone just found out what we're talking about literally two minutes ago. <laughs> and so that's okay. But we uh, for the month of October, I thought it was only fit. I'm going to buy coffee for this. So as soon as I clean our coffee pot, I'm going to buy coffee for this. Um, we're going to talk about the Reformation. Why? Well, October, right? So October 31st, 1517 was the official start date of the Protestant Reformation. And if it weren't for the Protestant Reformation um, and God's providence through that, we might not have the Baptist church today. Out of that, the Protestant church was birthed. Um, they broke away from, at that time, uh, the Catholic church. Catholic church was in control of all of everything at that point. And so, um, it is men like Martin Luther, Ulrich Zwingli, a guy that we're going to talk about today, William Tyndale. Uh, if it weren't for them and their diligence to the scriptures and to the Lord, we don't know where we'd be today. Mm. And so I thought it'd be fitting since October is kind of an anniversary. We'll talk about it. Uh, October 31st, uh, that pagan holiday of Halloween is actually Reformation Day. And so uh, it's going to be awesome. So today we're going to talk about William Tyndale. So yesterday... Uh, October 6th was the anniversary of William Tyndale's martyrdom. He was um, martyred on, let's see, I had the exact 
time. Let me pull it up. I got all my history books out, man. I pulled, I went real deal today. I got sticky notes and everything. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. But William Tyndale, uh, he was born in 1494. We don't have an exact date. I think some people have, like, they give an exact date. But 1494, and he died October 6, 1536. Um, and he was martyred. And so we're going to talk a little bit about why and how we're going to apply that is, okay, look at his life and his legacy and what he did for the faith. How do we walk away from a conversation like that today? Because I think anytime we talk about men in history or women in history that have been diligent servants of the Lord, there's direct applications that we can draw in a sense of may we strive to be like them. For example, uh, we talk about the apostle Paul a lot in the church. A lot of us would like to have um, the desires for the word that Paul had and the desire to spread the gospel like Paul had. What's some applications that we pray to be um, able to have diligence like that, to to desire to live our lives in this world like men that have gone before us and women that have gone before us. So that's what we're going to do today. But first, uh, since we're talking about Reformation Day, also Halloween, I know, <laughs> pagan holiday. Um, why not we get into the spirit? It's all, can y'all believe it's October? Can no. you even believe that? No, not at all. It like, just seems like yesterday we're like, Hey, 2020. I know. I'm so excited <laughs> for 2020. Literally. I mean, it feels like yesterday I was making all these jokes about man, 2020, I got this good vision for this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. No, what happened? Yeah, I mean, we're still talking about COVID and I know. It's insane. Election in there. It's just crazy. Nope. So. Oh, my Lord. We're not talking it's about like that. It's like a cuss word in the <laughs> <It> studio. <is. laughs> we were talking about that with Josh Don't earlier. say those words. Oh, my gosh. Oh, for Josh, I was supposed to just tell you, hey, Malone. Um, he wanted me to tell you, so hey, Malone. Hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was awesome. Uh, so um, let's talk a little bit about that pagan holiday. Some of our best memories. So... I used to dress up for Halloween and go get me some of that candy. I lived in a neighborhood that was connected to like three other neighborhoods. So, dude, we would just bombard houses growing up. And so, I I mean, I was I was sold out for that thing. I was Darth Vader one year. I was the blue Power Ranger. That was probably one of my favorites. Blue. How many of the kids know what Power Rangers was? Yeah, I was the blue Power Ranger. Wow, what a random pick. It was the only one they had in Walmart. Oh, okay. well, there you go. Okay, don't. Not red. I didn't. Didn't want to have to share that, but you just caused me to share that. No, they didn't have the red outfit. They had the blue one. Man. And so I was the blue Power Ranger. One year I was, (laughs) here we go. I I wonder if Pastor Larry will watch this episode. So in kindergarten, I dressed up as Pastor Larry (laughs) for a pagan holiday. Uh, Um, Not kidding. That's a truth. Um, But my best memory I will share in a minute. I want Jesse is the creative one. So. Do well, do share. What is your greatest costume? Okay, so I, I have to preface. I have to preface a lot. Oh, Malone, welcome to the earphones. Hey, can I'm you hear us? This is what happens when it's on Wednesday instead of he Tuesday. Went. He went. <laughs> uh, sorry, I don't have any of the virus or anything. I'm just have this oh, dreaded man. sinus infection from the city of Greenville again. This one's gonna have to be titled Wacky Wednesdays or something. Deal. Well, so to preface, we didn't do Halloween. I think I did Halloween twice when I was a kid. Look at the moors. Because, Look well, I'll tell you, because it was the 90s, right? 
And so the 90s is when the Baptist church was very anti-Halloween. I wouldn't have known. Man, it was crazy, right? So I did two Halloweens, and then <laughs> Halloween was done in the Morehouse. And I didn't get to pick either of those costumes. So my favorite costume what? happens to be when I was an ad- when I became an adult, and we went to some parties with friends and stuff like that. So my favorite um, was when me and Allison always dressed up as a couple. So Look at them. do you, do you, have you ever seen, I'm sure you have, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer claymation? Yes. Okay. Do you remember Yukon Cornelius? Yukon, yes. Yeah. So he's got a red beard. Yes, he does. So I grew up my beard. No. Yeah. It got pretty long and I stuffed my shirt with a pillow and did I you got, carry a hammer i i made a pickaxe i mean i had the backpack i had the whole outfit pickaxe, everything looked just me. like it i was yukon cornelius and allison was the abominable snowman oh my yeah. do you have pictures of this i do i need to see I it very much do that is probably my favorite christmas movie and me and mom's favorite yeah part is when he goes Wahoo! yeah <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did that all night. Yeah. I think I threw that pickaxe everywhere. So yeah, that was that was definitely my favorite. Oh, I got to see pictures. That is yeah. phenomenal. My mom would love that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. All right, Malone. What, what did you celebrate the pagan holiday of Halloween? Uh, I mean, I didn't know it was a pagan holiday. <laughs> right. With you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, it was just a time to get candy. The American context is dress up. Get candy, right? Do things like that. Um, but yeah, we did. We we did that, and you know, I remember trick or treating with my sisters. That's right. You have a sister. I always forget that. And, um, we would just go around our neighborhood. Uh, it was never epic like you see on right movies and stuff yeah. like that. It's like everyone's out at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I remember dressing up like Zorro. Oh. Hispanic a, uh, superhero go- Ghostbusters. Ah, and uh, you did Ghostbusters. Yeah, it was a Ghostbuster one. Year. Nice. I think I had that costume and I just wore it throughout the year. <laughs> um, that's when that movie and that cartoon was really big. So, but as far as adults go, I mean, we've we we haven't really. You still have gone time. Big. You still have time. I think we talk about it sometimes. Hey, we should do this for Halloween. And then you get to the actual day and you're like, Hey, that costs too much. Mm. Um, so, yeah. but our Halloweens right now pretty much just consist of we. You know, we just have some good food. Um, we give out candy. Don't have a lot of folks come over. Um, last year, we had somebody come. And they needed to use our bathroom, which was oh, a first. Okay, oh, that's that's, uh, so I don't think that'll play out this year. Was no. That a, was that a so, child or an adult? It was a child needing to go, but the parents like, she needs to use the bathroom. <laughs> and uh, we're like, sure. Come on in. You got to have <laughs> some real awe to but, be uh, able to ask actually, that. Actually, last year, we did Light the Night. So yeah, we, oh that's right. You know we um, had uh, a sign out front. We had some games set up. We had a few folks stop by. Um, probably, you know, twenty twenty or so people come, and a few of the smaller kids would play the games and mm, we yes. give out stuff for the church. We this year we're doing uh, trunk or treat. Trunk or yes. treat. Yes. Shout out trunk or so treat. We'll that's have the, some more information coming wait. out about that, but that'll be. Westacre's awesome. first ever trunk, trunk or treat. treat. And of course, in lieu of our fall festival, which we hope to go back to next year, but this will be the safer mm-hmm. uh, 
alternative. Safer alternative. So I've been active in the fall festival since I was a wee little bowl cut child. Yeah. Riding the whirly bird. So I'm going to miss that this year. I'm not going to lie. But next year. All right. So mine, I don't even think you know about this costume. Mm-hmm. This happened in college. So me and Anna for BCM uh, party, we had a uh, BSU for life. There you go. Um, our BSU party, we had a Halloween costume party and they were actually like, giving away like things like if you want. So me and Anna were like, okay, we're going all out. I dressed up as Nacho Libre and she dressed up as um, Encarnacion. That's awesome. And we won. We did. I had a pillow in my. Yeah, see. Uh, right here. Comes in handy. But here's the best part. The pants that I wore were her mother's pants that she still <laughs> wears to church occasionally. Shout out to Miss Stephanie. Thank you for her, your pants. They were white stretchy pants and they looked just like the ones that he wore. I wore white Converse because I couldn't find the white boots. You know, have yeah. you watched Nacho? Oh, yeah. I mean, when oh, he's yeah. running down in bubblegum and apparently he doesn't say bubblegum, but I think it's bubblegum. He's got the boots. Dude, it was awesome. Penciled in my mustache. I had a wig. Epic night. And I, the picture, I did the stretch where he goes, <laughs> Yes. These are my recreation clothes. Stretchy Nacho, pants. where are your robes? <laughs> Do you uh, like my stretchy pants? That's it. Yes. Yes. Would you like to join me in my quarters for some toast? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I could talk that about movie. that movie all night. So <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, but that was the best memory. The the worst memory of Halloween, I'll give you this before we interlude, um, was there was a house in Summer Place, and I think they still live there, that they fully decked out all, like, five of their kids as, like, horror things. Mm-mm. One year, Homeboy was in the backyard when I was going to get some candy and came running out with a real chainsaw. Mm. Yeah. And you smell the gas and everything. Dude, I was, like, seven years old. I yeah. think I peed myself. Um, and I took off, I had a BB gun that year, uh, in, as I was an army guy and I had a GI Joe and I had a BB gun and I was like pointing it at him and cocking it, didn't have anything <laughs> yeah. in it, but I was trying to be real, you know? All right. So that's crazy. worst memory of my life. That, that reminds me, that's another memory of Halloween. I, I enjoy not necessarily Halloween, but this time of year, but, yeah. but fat man's. Oh yeah. We'd always go there. Gosh, oh, yes. yeah. I remember they had this room full of costumes. Yes, they did. They had like the most lifelike uh, Batman, Michael Keaton. The Batman. Michael Keaton Batman. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, Batman. They also had like this short little walkthrough. It was probably half the size of this room that had people oh. hired to dress up like a werewolf and stuff yeah. like that. And a chainsaw. Oh, man. Some, uh, where pizza Batman. joint is, Batman. And as a little kid, you know. You're just like, I bet you won't walk through there. Yeah. And oh, uh, so that's I a totally forgot and about that. Boiled peanuts. Yeah. So mine mine involves the man, the myth, the mm-hmm. legend. Richard Callen, because we we didn't Does do. He listen to this. I don't know. I'm gonna have to tell him yeah, to start man, listening. We talk about him all the time. I know he um he would come over on Halloween. It was like a thing where we would get whatever candy we wanted, and Richard would come over, and my parents would take us all out to eat, get pizza, come back, and we'd watch a movie and eat eat candy. And one Halloween, she took us. We actually went to see a movie that one. We went to see The Big Green. Do you remember that movie, the soccer movie? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah, we went to see the Big Green, and there used to be a pizza place right next to the the movie theater that was next to Burlington. I do that remember one. that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so we went to that pizza place, and I'll never forget, we were sitting there, and Richard said, Mrs. Moore, do you want to see if I could drink my drink through my nose? 
No, she's like, didn't. no, that's okay, Richard. And he goes, oh, I'll show you. <laughs> Starts like throwing up. Yeah, like it's soda everywhere. How old were you? Man, I had to have been like seven. Oh, I was hoping you were about to say like 17. Oh, no, 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 no. Like no, dude, we were little. Dr. Callen drinking soda through his nose. nose. Hmm. Yeah, he's a doctor now. Pediatrician. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Richard Callen. Did you know Richard? No. Dude, I idolized Richard because they lived two houses down from me. Mm-hmm. Cool dude. Awesome family. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I could give you many more, but we'll save them. We might just have to pull out another memory each episode for this <laughs> month. <laughs> There's, we, There's plenty. There probably more, is plenty. Sure. Yeah. Um, so William Tyndale. Do either of you know anything about William Tyndale before you approached <laughs> coming oh, here today? Only what you told me. That's all right. Hey. I, I know the name. Yeah. I, I think... Yeah. Had something to do with Bible translations. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. And there's a publisher. Is, is that the Tyndale same publisher? Tyndale publisher. Yeah. Is that related? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's directly related. Very good. Yeah. Look at you, Mon. And I on Wait. his Wikipedia page. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do use Wikipedia. <laughs> good job, Malone. <laughs> Proud of you. He was martyred, like you mentioned. Yeah, so William Tyndale, he was an English reformer. So a lot of the Reformation, like when we think of the Reformation, who do you think of immediately? Think of Martin Luther. I think Martin Luther. Yeah, you think of the German Reformation and Martin Luther. Uh, Obviously, because that's the 1517, the 95 Theses, that's what comes to mind. William Tyndale, though, was part of the English Reformation. And he... um, translated and it wasn't the whole bible that's what's we have to get right he translated the new testament into english um because the english people they weren't able to read the scriptures remember at this time the catholic church which the church of england they viewed that only the people and like the pope and the cardinals could read of the scriptures mm-hmm. um and i believe it was in latin vulgate i believe um, I know it was in the German Reformation. That's what Martin Luther was trying to get moving when he translated the New Testament into German for his people. Um, but uh, William Tyndale translated into English for the English vernacular so that the English people could study the scriptures. Right Now, that was illegal in this time, obviously. And so William Tyndale, he printed the first English translation of the New Testament and portions of the Old Testament, and that took place in 1525 to 1526. Now, remember, he died in 1536, so this is 10 years prior, which is kind of cool. So he got 10 years of getting to do ministry after, in a sense. Most of that was in running and hiding. Um, But why it is so important that we talk about William Tyndale and his life is because um, of his willingness to go, um, Lord, I'm going to submit and do what you have laid on my heart. Uh, for the people of God, um, because it really his starting of translating the English translation into the New Testament, um, that really birthed something, and you'll see. So he was one of the um, first uh, martyrs in the English Reformation that started a movement in England, because you have the Scottish Reformation, that's Ulrich Zwingli. You've got the German Reformation, that's Martin Luther. You've got the English Reformation, Tyndale, and people like John Rogers. Um, you also have got Calvin. He was in different areas in different countries. You've got different areas that w- this was taking place all within a couple of hundred years. And so I want to just share some facts because I thought, okay, in October, we celebrate the Reformation on the 31st, but 
Um, maybe we put our hearts and attention towards these men that have died for the faith. We've talked about that a couple of times on episodes that the people that are being slain for the faith, because they view this as truth and they view it as worthy of dying for. And I think we've kind of today, that's kind of taken a back seat. We don't, we don't view the scriptures as this important in our lives mm. and how easy it is, right? Cause we all, all three of us know we could just hop on Amazon, purchase a Bible. Boom. It's going to be here in two days. Right. On your hand. Yeah. On your, on your phone. That's right. Yeah. And this, you know how they transported this? They smuggled it. Uh, it's believed that they smuggled it through bags of grain, that they would stuff it in bags of grain and they would smuggle it to uh, Christians across the country so that they would receive the, the translation. Wow. Unreal. And so I wanted to just share a couple of facts and then we'll close out. Next week, we'll, we'll talk about someone else and we'll just pick different ones to kind of talk about um, if y'all have one you're interested into. I mean, hey, we got the great Martin Luther right here. We'll have to talk about him at some point. Um, but uh, William Tyndale, perhaps Tyndale, this is a, a quote from this book, it's church history. Perhaps Tyndale was the most significant of these early Protestants. After studies at Oxford and then Cambridge, young Tyndale served as a tutor to Sir John Welsh. It was during this time that Tyndale became convinced of the necessity of translating the Bible into vernacular. In 1522, and this is what's really cool. He proposed an English translation to the Bishop of London who declined saying we must root our printing or printing or we must root our printing let's see, or printing will root out us. That's interesting. So we must root our printing or printing will root out us. Pretty much he said, no, we're not doing it. In 1524, Tyndale went to Wittenberg where he began his translation of the New Testament with Luther's German translation as his model. So because of what Luther did, it started even more. That's why we look at Luther as the, the father of the birth of the Reformation. William Tyndale used that as his model. And then beginning in March 1526, the copies of Tyndale's English New Testament, as well as the Pentateuch and other parts of the Old Testament, begin to flood into England. So 1526, you start seeing this. Um, they were very influential within that 10-year period. Um, and then King Henry uh, heard of this, and he was betrayed by a friend. That's a lot. A lot of people don't realize that he was betrayed by a friend that pretty much ratted him out. Um, William Tyndale died of martyrdom, but how he died, um, he was burnt at the stake and strangled. He was strangled because he was preaching as he was dying. Mm. Um, and his last words were this: "Lord, open the King of England's eyes." Mm. So you think about men like that, you think about, I mean, they, they died over the translation of the New Testament and, and even just the full Bible, translating it into the people's language so that people can understand it. Now, let's move to today in the 20th century. So I remember at North Greenville, we had people come in begging us that were in Hebrew 2 and 3 to come and work for them to translate this into other languages. <clears throat> it's not necessarily illegal to translate today. It, Certain parts of the world is legal to have the Bible, but now they're begging us to translate because we need it so bad. At that point, the church was like, no, you're not going to translate it. Right. It's crazy. That's because the Catholic Church, they, well, first off, only a priest right. could read the scriptures. And it had to be, <clears throat> excuse me, what language was it? I Latin? Think it was Latin, I believe. Latin Vulgate. And that didn't change till, I believe, in the past hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. They even, they used Latin for a long time. So that was a big deal is that in the church, your average person couldn't even have access yeah, yeah. That's crazy. to scripture. And 
that's interesting too. That's where stained glass windows kind of yeah. came into play. That's right. It's because one, your average person wasn't literate, mm-hmm. but two, they used the images of stained glass and even the way a, a, a sanctuary was yeah. uh, built mm-hmm. uh, was all designed to imagery to teach right the Bible. So that is awesome. It's it's crazy, um, and so even more though, you know, the effects of what William Tyndale did. It started a movement. And then we'll close with this. Um, he didn't get to finish translating, obviously. Mm. Uh, he was martyred. Uh, but another man, his colleague Coverdale, produced the first complete English Bible in 1535. And another colleague, all right, we'll see if you remember this name. Remember the name John Rogers? Remember when we talked about him? David Platt talked about him on yeah. that sermon. Remember how he went out? He died. Uh, preaching the gospel by Queen uh, Mary. Bloody Mary is the one who martyred him. But do you remember what he was reciting when he was burnt at the stake Mm -mm. and his 10 children were watching? I I remember the 10 children, but I don't remember what he said. It was the great Psalm of David. Mm. Anybody know Psalm 50 what? 51? Yes, create me a clean heart, O God. And then after that, all of a ton of, so Queen Mary, when she came on the scene, it was like 200 people were martyred within the next couple of years under her ruling. Um, and they, uh, many of them, when they died, they recited uh, Psalm 51, mm. that they wanted to be purified before they saw the father as they were dying for the sake of the gospel. Man. Unreal. But John Rogers uh, was a predecessor of what William Tyndale did. Uh, John Rogers caught hold of this. He was a minister of the gospel. Um, he was the reason. Remember, if you, I think you might remember this. He was martyred for preaching the gospel in English to his congregation mm-hmm. um, because that was seen as heretical and false. And so it's just, I think we, uh, you know, I want to use October as an opportunity for us to kind of discuss these things for our hearts and our minds to go there and then understand really how. Um, how blessed we are that we we're not being martyred for preaching the gospel mm-hmm. right now in, in, in Augusta, Georgia. I mean, that day may come. And if it does, may we stand with courage for the sake of the gospel. But I mean, you can go and preach freely English and guess what? We're fine. I can tonight with my students yeah. and, and we can, we can share and send Bibles and read Bibles and buy them without any, any issue. Um, I think we take that for granted. And so, uh, may we keep our hearts postured towards that in this season. Um, I love the month of October because I always reflect back on it. The coffee I was referring to, to end today, check this out. So I'm going to buy a bag for us. It's called Luther's Indulgence, and it's pumpkin spice for the time of the year. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I like, I just want black coffee. Thing. Yeah. I got my black coffee today. It's uh, Maxwell House. Yeah. Max, really, really. I'll bring you some Maxwell. No, no, I can't do the basic coffee. As long as you don't drink Folgers, I hate Folgers. Do you like Folgers? Folgers in your. We, you just don't Maxwell care, House. do you? I think Maxwell House is actually cheaper. <laughs> um, Did the Navy break you in to just drink whatever they give you? No, that's just that's what my parents always drink. So. There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Any last anything anybody want to add before we close out this morning? We good. Sweet. So next week, who do we want to talk about next week? We want to talk about, um, do we want to save Martin Luther for the week of Halloween? I think we yes. do. Yes. Save yeah. him for last. So we'll, we'll think of, we'll, we'll brew something up for next week. It'll be good. So, 
Well, until next week, we'll have some more great stories of our childhood experiences <laughs> um, and some good talks on the Reformation. But until then, Shabbat Shalom. Go in peace. We'll see you next week.